Hi there, everyone. This is the Voice of My Beloved podcast. We are on Psalm 123, uh, going through the Psalms of Ascent here. Uh, very exciting. It's Braden's got all kinds of different visitors here going through this this here series. So it's whoever I can find to pull in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's me today. So uh, yeah, it's good. It's been a it's been a busy season here. It's great season, but it's been busy. So, uh, but yeah, happy to be here. We're uh, getting ready for Passover. Lots of hopping around. We got people in the kitchen getting stuff ready, housing stuff, cleaning up, all kinds of stuff getting ready. So we're excited. We've got a lot of people coming. We've almost hit our 300 mark, but we haven't quite got there yet. So we haven't had to turn anyone away so far. And that's nice because I don't like turning people away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, got planning big party. It'll be good. Just pressing into what, what God's speaking in this season. And uh, yeah, and then we get to start our countdown to, uh, to Shavuot. So exciting times. Uh, so here we are. We're going to jump into Psalm 123. Okay, here we go. Thanks for joining us. We're going to get into this psalm and just, it's a short, sweet psalm. We're going to get into some of the other references that help us fill in the picture with this psalm. So here we are. First verse, unto you I lift up my eyes, O you who dwell in the heavens. So we see Yeshua praying this way very often. In John 17, verse 1, it says, he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Then we see also in Matthew 14, 19, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing. In John eleven forty one, and Yeshua lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Mm-hmm. So many times we see Yeshua praying this way, that he's lifting up his eyes to heaven uh-huh. and seeking God. Going on to verse two, behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their masters, as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God until he has mercy on us. So here I just want to point out, there's two different examples of seeking God. One is in the singular. It's the maid looking to the hand of her mistress. And then the other is in the plural. It's the servants, the many servants looking to the hand of their masters. And this is a picture, I believe, of the way that we are called to seek God. There are times when we're called to individually, you know, Yeshua calls us to the prayer closet to seek God individually. There's a place to singularly look to God, to draw away by ourselves as the eyes of a maid, singular, to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God. But then there's also those times where we seek God corporately, and this is a powerful thing that we see in Scripture as well, where we gather together with the people of God as the, as the eyes of servants, where we come together as servants, together, plural, and we look to the hand of our master. Mm-hmm. So this psalm speaks of both of those things. We don't want to throw out either one. We want to seek God individually and corporately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the um, the picture that that is. Um, <laughs> I've just been thinking about, so we got a, a puppy recently, a uh, little English shepherd, sweet, sweet little dog. <laughs> and, and so we've been uh, trying to do some training with it. And, uh, so we've gotten these like little tips on like how to do these 10 minute training sessions or whatever. But, uh, one of the things that, that we were told was you don't really praise the dog unless the dog, the dog not only has to obey, but the dog has to look at you and obey. Right. (laughs) And so this is just making me think of this. And, uh, 
you know, just like the importance of that, like we can obey in our heart, like, but still be kind of like, uh, I didn't really want to do that. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like uh, with the dog, I mean, it, it's, it's a good, it's a good example of that. You know, like, it's like, if he really wants to know your heart, he really wants to obey you and wants to do it because he, he loves you, you know, he's going to look at you when right. he obeys, <laughs> you know? Picture. And so, you know, I, I've just been, I'm just thinking of that here as we were talking about like lifting up our eyes, recognizing, like when you look at someone, you're recognizing them and you're recognizing their place. And, um, like even when I talk to the children, you know, I don't, you know, if you've got, you know, children, but, or people that you're instructing or something like that. But, you know, a lot of times if they're like, you know, not, they're a little reluctant and stuff. They like, don't want to look you in the eyes, you know, if you're giving them a talk or something like that, it's kind of, it's a, it's almost a humble place to be too, you know, just, so anyways, it's, it's just a, it's a neat picture, like just looking to God, looking to the heavens, looking up, recognizing this isn't it, you know, it's not just me. I'm looking to where my, my help comes from. I'm looking up and, um, and so, yeah, it's, it's a neat, it's a neat picture. Yeah. And I can just see that even here when it's talking about, you know, the eyes of servants and the eyes of a maid, you know, that that's a, a maid that, that really wants to do her, you know, the will of her master or whatever it is, is, you know, she's looking, she's looking and okay, what is she saying? You know, cause it's not just about the command. It's about, oh, are, is this making them happy? I want to see, is this, is my master happy right now? Right. You know, is my, so yeah. I love the verse also in second Chronicles twenty twelve. it says this Jehoshaphat speaking. He says, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Mm-hmm. And that's just that's such good. a, it is a humble position. Yeah don't really know what to do, but God, I'm going to look to you. I'm going to look to you for direction. And that's what we, we really see a humility coming through this Psalm, just looking to God for direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, the word until is a really key word in the Psalm. We we're looking into him until he has mercy on us. And so I've been reading a lot about just the past moves of God, even in recent history, uh, past, you know, 150 years or something. And, and just seeing this there's this really strong truth that comes through that people are waiting on God for sometimes years before mm-hmm. he really breaks forth in power mm-hmm. to do what only he can do, change mm-hmm. the hearts of people to expose uh, sin for people to come to confession and, and all these things. So this, I just see this in the Psalm. There's this sense of waiting on God. God, we're looking to you until you have mercy. And so I just encourage you wherever you're at that there's, there's sometimes this uncomfortable waiting period and God just calls us just to wait, wait until he breaks through in power. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just part of the process sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jehoshaphat there, you know, you look at that story, he, it looks totally against him. The odds are against him. He's the, God, I just, you know, throwing his hands up. It's like, I don't know what we're going to do, but we're looking at you. We're looking to you for the answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. So then also I want to just uh, touch on the hands of Yeshua. Just this passage in Luke twenty four thirty nine. Yeshua calls his disciples to look at his hands. It says here, Behold my hands and my feet, that is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. And I just, you know, tying that to this this verse here, you know, as the as the eyes of a servant looks to the hand of their masters, and as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress. Mm-hmm. There's this sense of looking at his hand. And what do we see when we look at Yeshua's hand? We see great love, you know, that he actually bore 
the nail in his hand to redeem us. You know, he's, you know, we're looking at his hand. We're, we're looking at his hand not only for direction, but we're looking at his hand and we're seeing the love that he has for us. And there's even the verse in Isaiah that talks about this. It says, see, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. And uh, this is speaking, speaking to Israel. And, uh, and so Isaiah 49, 16 is the verse. But just the whole idea, he's inscribed us. He's inscribed mm-hmm. his people on the palms of his hands. And when we look to his hand, you know, it's not just that we're getting direction. Not, not that he's just pointing us, giving us direction. But we also see his mm-hmm. compassion and his love mm-hmm. in his hand. Yeah. Yeah, I know for me, like, uh, just being in, um, in worship, uh, worship bands, I, I grew up on a worship band and uh, just had a lot, you know, following a lot of different worship leaders over the years and stuff. And just, um, I feel like I've, I've learned how to follow <laughs> fairly well, but a lot of it is just looking at the leader mm. and just going, where is he going? You know, how is he wanting things to build up right now? Is he wanting things to come down? And, and, um, and just how important that is as we are looking to Yeshua as our leader, that we are observing like every, you know, we want to, we don't want to miss anything, you know, cause we want to be able to follow and do what, what he would have us do, you know, and not, and not miss anything. And so, um, so it is, it's something that it's something we have to learn and, you know, be trained in just how to have that, that submitted spirit of just going, okay, this isn't about what I want to do right now. Like, you know, even with within a worship band or something, you know, I could go, oh, well, I think it'll be great to, for me to sing a solo right here. And, you know, you know, there, there could be that, but, but it's, it's about letting the leader, you know, lead and supporting in, in that way and stuff. So it's, um, it's important to just be, be looking and observing. Yes, yeah, so looking on in this chapter, we have verse three, have mercy on us, O Lord, have mercy on us, for we are exceedingly filled with contempt. Our soul is exceedingly filled with the scorn of those who are at ease, with the contempt of the proud. So, you know, asking God for mercy is a, is a great prayer. God delights in mercy. It says in Micah 7, 18, he says he does not retain his anger forever, but he delights because he delights in mercy. And so, we ask God for mercy. He's like, yes, I delight in mercy. I'll give you mercy. And uh, I think in this psalm, we see this person who, you know, whoever the writer of this psalm is, they're mm-hmm. going through something tumultuous. You know, there's something, it seems like they're dealing with the, uh, there's proud people with the contempt of the proud. And I've even thought about this psalm in context of some of the things that have gone on over the past couple of years. You know, people that are just ri- raising themselves up in pride and, and, uh, there's, there's this, there can be this sense of God, we need you to step in to, to make the wrong things right. And mm-hmm. to, to bring, bring, have mercy. Oh God, apart from your mercy, we don't have any hope. There's mm-hmm. these, these, uh, big players that can just seem to uh, just override mm-hmm. the justice and truth. Yeah. And so, uh, this is a very, uh, a humble Psalm, but also I think a hopeful Psalm. Mm-hmm that God will, he will pour his mercy out as we continue to look to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm even, you know, just thinking just about, you know, I was talking about the children, you know, when they get in trouble, it's like hard for them to look at you kind of a thing. And, um, you know, here it's like the people are, the righteous are being humbled, 
basically, with the contempt of the proud. There's these proud, lofty people that are, you know, they're they're just they're being filled with the scorn of them, you know, like right. with just like, and it's a humble place to be because it's like, what, what can I do about this, you know? Mm-hmm. But you know, instead of um, fighting back or like having this, you know, Vengeance. yeah, mm-hmm. or like even just thinking. I don't know. It's just like the, you know, when someone gets beat up, like if they get this like sad puppy kind of a thing, like, uh, you know, I'm just, but like, even though they might be in this place of being uh, humble, they're still choosing to look at God. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like their eyes aren't downcast uh, from God. They're not defeated. They're, they're not defeated. They're still looking to God. Yeah. yeah. They're still looking to God, even in that place of humility and maybe feeling downtrodden and kind of stamped on, you know, but, mm. but they're not allowing that to be, the end of the story that they're um they're still looking to god and and waiting for his mercy knowing that he has mercy even though they aren't receiving mercy from from humans at this point they they recognize that their mercy comes from god and not allowing that identity you know to be given to them from from people from proud people but allowing to their identity to be in the mercy of god yeah, and as I mentioned before, if you've been following the series, in the uh, there's a there's five sets of three psalms. So we just we just finished the previous three set, and so this this actually starts another sequence of three. This psalm here, and it goes back to this theme of 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 uh, sorrow, of you know, of grappling with with pain and sin, and uh, so we're starting this sequence over. So the whole journey, like life, it you know it, it goes up. And then mm-hmm. it takes a little dip down, you know, and then it goes back up, you know, a little higher up and then dip down. It's like the whole, you've heard, you know, three steps forward, two steps backwards. That's kind of the journey of the Psalms of Ascent mm-hmm. uh, that we, that we see as we follow it along. And it follows pretty closely with that, with that pattern mm-hmm. of, you know, there's this distress, then the next Psalm trusting in God and then victory over the enemy. That is mm-hmm. the, is the general rough outline of these, of the three Psalm pattern mm-hmm. that just goes over, over and over again until you get to the last Psalm. Okay. So yeah, it's a, it's, it's journey of life. We go through these times of distress and then we we're challenged in that distress to put our trust in God. And then we, as we trust him, we get victory over the enemy. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. we pray you're encouraged to lift up your eyes to God, no matter what you're going through and to know that he's going to have mercy. Amen. This is the Voice of My Beloved podcast, where we believe that hearing and following the voice of the Bridegroom King leads to the most abundant and joy-filled life.